In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. I don't know why it didn't seem to show that video when it played, but welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute, your weekly source for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by one of my partners in crime fighting. It's time... From up north, JLB, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, 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 it goes good, bud. It goes good. Technically, on the, all the other podcasts, when uh, when DA is here, I'm not even a partner in crime. You only say one partner in crime, usually. I usually say partners in crime fighting. I don't think you do. I think I you usually haven't for the do. last few weeks. Well, I've been angry at you for the last few weeks. <laughs> so You've now been cheating on us with another podcast. I mean, that hasn't been the last few weeks. That's been a hot minute. I know. It's just been it's been grinding. <laughs> That's fair. I'm doing good, bud. I'm doing good. I really can't complain. I suspicion that this is going to be a, a very odd episode of... Uh, the Fantasy Booking Institute, um, mostly because I suspicion that we are going to really be less fantasy booking some weird, crazy thing that we haven't thought of or whatever, and more kind. This will be almost like a, a episode of the WBU, <laughs> you know, uh, an episode of the WBU per se, uh, because um, so... So before we get into all talking about this, this is where I take some time to remind people that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So uh, if you want to check that out, and the link is going to be in the doobly-doos for tatnusco.com. Down below, below, you can head on over there after the show, right? Head on over there, click on tatnusco.com, see the other shows on the network, learn a little bit about Tatnus, all that stuff. We hope to be having him on the show for our uh, WrestleMania recap. That's the goal, at least. Uh, so, um, so check that out and everything, but anyways, and then come back here because we live stream, uh, definitely two times a week, every Sunday night and Tuesday night at 1030 central Sunday night usually is a wrestling recap of the week news show, sort of, I don't know. It's not really news. It's a bitch session. It's really a bitch session is what it usually is. Um, and then Tuesday nights is when we do normally fantasy booking. And uh, fantasy booking is the name of the game, and that's what we usually talk about here. But today is going to be a little different, I think. Um, And that's just because we had some pretty fucking major news break today that uh, affects the fantasy booking concept entirely. And so I'm just going to lay my cards on the table that my fantasy booking challenge was going to be directly related to this. Um, and, and I'm betting JLB had it in the back of his mind to do something related (laughs) to this. Yep. Uh, Oh my God. There goes my fantasy booking. Yep. And if DA Fabe was here, I bet you he would have at least something to say about this. And so, uh, with all of that. He'd probably do some like St. Patty's. Yeah. No, it's still too early. Still too early for that. (laughs) But, um. But so because all of that, we're we're just going to, you know, cut straight to the chase. The big fucking news that happened today 
was the official announcement by both Tony Khan and by uh, Cody Rhodes himself that Cody and Tony Khan uh, had failed to reach a contract for him. And so Cody and Brandy are no longer with AEW. Um, that's, that's big. Fun. I mean, he was one of the founding members of AEW, right? Yep. He's one of the executive vice presidents or was one of the EVPs of right. it. You know, he, he, it's a big deal for him to suddenly be nah, not with the company anymore. Nope. He gone. He gone. That's um, why it's a work, man. I don't know why you're, it's a work. Damn it. There's no way, there's no way in his kajillion zillion years that Cody Rhodes would bounce, and especially with the rumor of him going to WWE, I, be a legit thing. Yeah. No so, way. So I, you know, I'm, I'm torn. I'm very torn on this for this reason. I, I do think it's, it's very likely to work. That I'm, I'm not denying per se, mm. um, but. There's just so much that kind of has gone into it. Reportedly, <clears throat> the the deal fell apart because Cody wanted big, big money. And Tony Khan wasn't ready to give him big money because, frankly, uh, Cody's output over the last year or so and Cody's popularity with the fans has not been at the big money level in his mind. And he's spent a lot of big money recently on signing some big names. You know, a CM Punk, a Brian Danielson, uh, uh, you know, uh, Adam Cole. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Johnny Gargano soon. Um, <clears throat> once that baby gets born, and so uh, the reports have it that Tony Khan's just like, I'm not, I'm not ready to give you that much money um, for this, and that they were negotiating. I mean, this is this is reports from Dave Meltzer, where if you believe Dave Meltzer is 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 such an AEW mark that he is um and he's got feelers in the back that this would be a feeler that he would know that they just couldn't come to terms and so I do I think Cody is actively trying to go back to WWE no I think uh I think he wanted to stay with AEW but he wanted more money uh he has a, a bigger opinion of what he's worth than what Tony Khan has of him right now. Right. Um, and so, so I think that's really, I think it really is a situation of the, it fell apart that way. However, I, I can't be 100% on that because remember just a few months ago, Cody Rhodes tweeted out something, or maybe it was an interview, something along the lines of, um, you fans aren't ready for what we've got planned. We've got something planned like you've never seen before. And at that point, that's when my brain starts singing that Rihanna song, you know, the work, 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 work. Um, that was horrible. Because because I, I can't help but feel that this could be a work. If it is, it is the most elaborate work that's ever been done since Brian Pillman tricked Eric Bischoff into letting him go. Um, wow, because, I mean... At because, the end of the day, though, AEW can keep secrets. We've seen this. We we didn't know anything about Brody Lee. We didn't know anything about necessarily uh, what we knew about 
uh, Adam Cole potentially coming in, but we didn't really know much about Daniel Bryan to the sense that they both were going to show up on the same time. Uh, AEW can certainly keep secrets, and I honest to God think no one really knows about this aside from Khan uh, and uh, Ro and uh, and Cody as well as uh, his wife Brandy. That's well, it. So- there's got to be at least one person, more person who knows about it, right? And the reason I say that is uh, that Cody's job was not just wrestler. Uh, as part of being the EVP, he was also part of the community outreach team. That's the team that, that organizes with, like, um, the Breast Cancer Awareness Foundation or right. all of those things for... Um, for doing special events, for holding fundraisers and all of that stuff. Um, and that had to be handed over to his partner in that entirely. And his partner is um, uh, Brody Lee's widow, um, Amanda Huber, right? Right. And so for this to be a, a, a work or a shoot, either way, she has to take over that entirely and so if it's a work they have to lie specifically to her for her to take over that job or she has to be in on it but every person more you put in on the work is a chance for it to get out that it's a work right right uh and 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 so well if she's in on it then the other members of the community outreach reach team might find out about it so we got to be worried about that and and it just yeah, but maybe she's not big. maybe she's not though maybe Cody has groomed her to try to take more control of the community outreach to the so, point where he says hey I'm stepping back so and so, she's comfortable with it well no but then my point is then he's lying to her and I don't see him being someone who would lie straight to her Right, because if it is a work entirely, then he has not been let go from the company. He still has a contract with the company, uh, and and they're playing this work, right? right. Um, and and so for him to be like, "Hey, I'm not going to be in this anymore. I'm I'm hitting the bricks now." He's got to lie straight to her face, and I don't see Cody unless he that doesn't time. unless he doesn't have a contract. They're probably. They could be playing really like, all right, let's make this legit. Because well, okay. I, which, is, God, which is why I said this is up there with the levels of when Brian Pillman tricked Eric Bischoff into to firing him, right? Because that's what happened there, depending on, depending on who you talk to, right? Either right. Eric Bischoff was in on it and legitimately let Brian Pillman go uh, to work the boys, or Eric Bischoff wasn't in on it. And and Cody and Brian Pillman tricked him into releasing him. Either way, the grand scheme of it was Brian Pillman was released from his contract as what was supposed to be a work that ended up being a shoot, right? Right. And and so if this is a work where they fully released him from his contract and all that stuff, I I get it and everything, but they still. He would have to look at Amanda Huber in the face and say, your job is now taking this over. I'm done. And and I just, I, I, I'm torn. That's why I say I'm torn. I can't say 
that I don't think it's it's a work because there are parts of me that think 100% that it might be a work, right? Right. Uh, but then at the same point, there are other parts of me that say every person with any sort of insider knowledge on this, including Meltzer, who at the time of the Brian Pillman thing was reporting in the dirt sheets that Brian Pillman is, has tricked Eric Bischoff into letting him out of his contract. Um, you know, so so this is someone who, uh, love him or hate him, he's got 40 years of journalism in the wrestling industry behind him. He's got uh, people in all corners of the wrestling industry who are not afraid to shoot him a text and say, this is what's happening. And every single one of his sources says that Tony Khan and Cody could not come to an agreement on numbers and that Cody is gone from the company and that Cody is now pursuing other contracts, actively pursuing them, including right. in talks with WWE. Um, now, again, I, like I said, I still think there's a good chance that it's at least partially a work, right? Because of what he said before when he said, you know, we're doing something, you know, you're not prepared for the story that we're telling. And this also his little well promo story. is also a little promo. I received a contract, not a contract I liked or whatever the hell he said. Like, nah, man, it's, it's too, it's, it's, uh, I don't. Yeah. Like it's, I said, th there's lots of reasons. I don't blame you for being suspicious. And I just sounded like I was going through puberty there. I don't blame you. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, bud. Yeah. It took me 44 years, but it, it finally hit me. Hey, hey. Better late than never. Yeah. Maybe that's why I was having so much trouble having maybe, you know, um, <laughs> like, oh, we don't know why your wife's not getting pregnant. Oh, maybe that's it's because I didn't haven't gone through puberty yet. That would be, yeah, that'd be it. For those new to the podcast, it's common knowledge that I went through IVF to have my baby. Um, so that's not. Yeah, people are like, you know, what the hell? This guy this really what tells the his, his listeners <clears throat> everything. <laughs> yeah, I do. I tell, I tell everything so anyways back to this i can't say it's not a work it right. could 100 be a work and and if it is consider me worked right um right. i also can't say it's not a shoot because every every source in the industry says it's a shoot every single source do i think he quit or or stopped because he wants to go back to wwe no i 100 right. think that he would rather not go back to WWE for many, many reasons, right? Right. Um, I think he wanted to stay in AEW, but he also wanted more money, and he thought he was worth more money. And <clears throat> you can't entirely blame him for that thought. No, uh, for sure. Because, I mean, yeah, he might not have been the number one draw for, for AEW over the last year or so, uh, he might not have been the number one merch seller, but he was up there. He consistently sold merch. He also sold TNT on on the concept of a reality show about an AEW star. Um, he sold TNT on the concept of have a wrestling star from this thing be one of the hosts of one of your big game shows, your reality show game show things on there. Um, right. And so he probably feels that he brings a lot more to the AEW table than just wrestler and just EVP. 
Um, and and he was one of the people behind uh, setting up the the sponsorships with the the um, breast cancer foundation. I can't remember which one they went with. You know, all of these things that they recently did, the community outreach stuff that they did. Right. Um, the, these are all big deals uh, and everything. I, I'll also point out that if if he really wanted this to be a work, then why was it a week ago he was on the AEW Unrestricted podcast uh, uh, talking about the community outreach and just absolutely praising Tony Khan uh, for the wonderful things he's done and praising Amanda Huber for how well how much work she's done and all of this stuff. And, and there was not a hint in that at all about, he didn't talk about his contract situation there. He didn't drop any hints of, you know, uh, this stuff, which, which I feel like he would have done if it was 100% of work. But again, I don't know. This is, this is one of those things where like, like when Dean but Ambrose that's exactly was exactly what they want. Well, no, but I that's what I said. When but here's the deal. When Dean Ambrose left WWE and everyone was like, Oh, he's going off to film a movie, I was like, Nope, it's a work. He's gonna show up in AEW. And while yes, I was still surprised when he showed up in AEW as John Moxley, because it was so quickly and you know, and, and so violently and all that stuff. I wasn't surprised that he showed up in AEW. Um, right. and when he kind of ruined it too, when he had that interview with Michael Cole, uh, he mentioned something about, uh, if, uh, if my chips are in the right order or something like that. And it was just very all in AEW ish. Yeah. But like, he ah. also lives in Vegas. So, uh, people who live in Vegas use gambling references. Oh, come on. But yeah. Anyways, but so that's the thing is, is most of the times before when there have been things that have been works, I've been able to kind of at least one part of me be fairly certain. This one, I'm so 50-50 on it. I just don't know where I am. I'm like, I, it, it, it depends on the wind. Like, I, I'll walk outside and I'll have five minutes where I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's 100% of work. It's a work. It's a work. And then I'll be like, or maybe it's not a work. Maybe. I see that. And, and look, my friend, I was talking to my friend about this earlier today as well. He's not so much a Cody fan. Um, as Obviously, as you know, neither am I. Um, but my friend was like, I am intrigued by this, though. As much as I hate Cody's character and here in wrestling, I am intrigued. Where is Cody going? What is he going to be doing? And I'm like, man, I still don't really care. At the end of the day, but I honestly do think it's still a work. But even if it wasn't, does it really matter? Yeah, I, I don't. Well, if he goes to WWE, he's gonna win the WWE. He's gonna win the twenty four seven championship by summer. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like I don't see well, Cody going to WWE at the, all. I, I don't. But if he if he goes to WWE, he's going as a. He's going as a big deal. He will get a, a Kevin Owens size contract and he's going to be going. He's not going to be a 24-7 champion. He might not be the the world champion, the WWE champion or universal champion, but he he would be at at least in that intercontinental uh title picture sort of a thing. Um Who's the IC champion there, right now? 
Um, well, well, uh, who is the IC champion right now? That is a really interesting question. That is a really, really interesting question. And I could answer that re- that right now, but I would have to put up a big spoiler alert thing. Okay, but whatever. Shinsuke is the current IC champion right now, correct? Shinsuke currently is. Yes. yes. So what has Shinsuke done for me re- lately as the IC champion? What has uh, Schizo Guy done? Uh, Damian Priest done for me lately as U.S. champion. Well, uh, okay, okay. Let, let we talk Damian Priest. Damian Priest has consistently defended the belt, uh, and uh, like consistently. Now you you have gripes with with Shinsuke's right. run, and they are legitimate. He has defended it twice in this most current run. Wow. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I didn't even know it was that low. Jesus. So so it, there's legitimate gripes there. He's been basically forgot about. Um, uh, and you know, I mean, maybe I guess we might uh, find out on on Friday whether he continues to be the Intercontinental Champion. Well, I mean, wow. If it, yeah, I don't think you have to say spoiler with that dude right there. It's very uh, very apparent. But but do you know who he's facing? I do. Is it common knowledge who he's facing? I believe it is, no? I didn't think they'd announced it, but if they had... I think they announced it. It's spoilers. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, we won't do it. Um, but... But, yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I just don't see it. How do you spend your whole livelihood creating, uh, getting this federation together, and then... Three years later, just saying, ha, hey, you know what? It's done. Bye. I put all my blood, sweat, and tears into this company, and now I am bouncing. I am sure Tony would have given him a bigger contract uh, than he had currently. Like, there's no way he was going to um, get less money. No, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't going to get less money, but the reports have it he wanted a lot more money. Right? That he wanted... To be the number one top paid AEW person. Do we know who is the number one top paid? I don't know offhand, but I would assume it's one of the the the, con- the consistently in the runners, Daniel Bryan, Punks, or or Moxley's, um, or Jericho's, you know, maybe. maybe Jericho. Jericho very easily could have been it. Um, but again, I he didn't just want to be the number; he wanted to be by far, right? And again, what I'll what I'll say is, all the reports have it that he didn't have a choice in this matter, right? He said, "Here's what I want," and Tony Khan said, "No, I'm not giving you that. I will give you this." And Cody says, "No, I want more than that." And Tony Khan says, "Listen." Here's the deal. I've signed a lot of big people recently. I've said consistently in interviews over the last four months that, um, you know, I'm going to have to be more judicious with uh, signings and I'm going to have to uh, be very, very careful about who I re-sign, right? Uh, Because of all the money he's been spending... And now it's time for a bunch of contracts to be up. And we talked about it on our shows that, you know, uh, Peter Avalon's contract is going to be up, that uh, Brandon Cutler's contract is up, that all of the EVP contract contracts are up for renewal. 
you know, all of them that from that first year, every single one of them, uh, Chris Jericho's contract, I'm sure, is up. And Tony Khan has to, on every single one of those people, go, is it worth paying them more to keep them around? Or is it worth more for us to offer them the same contract or maybe even less because of a reduced role with the chance of them bouncing out, you know, and then saying, okay, they bounced, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, the uh, Peter Avalon not getting renewed for another year is not going to change the pocketbook of Tony Khan very much. Peter Avalon, I love him. I think he's hilarious. I think he's he's really good in the ring. Um, mm -hmm. I think with a little bit of tweaking on his look, he could have been been really, really good all in all. But in the end, him being signed or him not being signed is going to be a drop in the bucket of the budget of AEW. But those right. big name ones have a big impact on the overall budget of AEW. And AEW right now is looking at, well, shit. <laughs> We just recently signed CM Punk. We just recently signed Brian Danielson. We just recently signed uh, Keith Lee, uh, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, we're, we're probably going to be bringing in a few big names in the women's department, like potentially uh, Athena, formerly known as, as um, Ember Moon. Um, potentially... You know, uh, you know, Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez just got brought in. Mia Yim is potentially going to be coming in, and those are going to be relatively large budget items for the women's roster, right? And so, all of those things, Tony Khan's looking at the overall budget and saying, "We've been signing a bunch of big names. There are going to be some people that we need to not renew their contracts, right?" Um, and let's be very blunt. The ones that are going to have the biggest uh, effect on this by not renewing their contracts are those big names like the EVPs from the beginning. Again, I'm not saying that I'm I feel like I'm waffling here so much, but I want to be very, very clear. I'm not saying that I 100 percent believe it's it's a shoot that it's everything. I'm right. saying that the, the chances of it being a shoot are about even with the chances of it being a work. It's so, so close there. Uh, because, there, like I said, there, there's so many things that they, like hints that they've dropped over the course of, of the last few months that this might be a work. You know, like I said, Cody Rhodes' uh, whole whole thing with, um, we're, we're telling a story like you wouldn't believe, like you've never seen before. Uh, the whole, Cody Rhodes, when he retired on screen. When did he say that? Uh, about two months ago, three months ago, something like that. Someone was making, uh, you know, it was like an interview and they were talking to him about, um, about why he isn't turning heel. And, mm. and he went on this whole thing about it and he, and he said, you're not prepared for the storyline we're telling. Um, I, I'll try to look up the quote here in a bit, but, okay. um, but, but that's the, and then like when it said, when he retired out there on, you know, took his boots off and then wasn't Lance Archer came out and destroyed him again saying right. you're not allowed to retire uh sort of a thing uh 
and all of this. And then the the he gave me a contract, just not the contract. These are all hints that it might be a work. I right. agree with you on that. <clears throat> but there are also so many pieces of evidence that it's a shoot that I I can't put it past that. I will say one thing. Uh, I saw a report or a rumor on that, you know, oh, he's going to WWE because now that he's got a family, he's got a daughter, uh, WWE is going to be better for him uh, with with the daughter. I'm like, no, what? the fuck it's not. No. Um, WWE has a tougher touring schedule. They literally do house shows that AEW doesn't do. Um. So, so if you sign with AEW, they can fire you in a dime. They can fire you in a heartbeat, no matter what your contract is. So there's no mm -hmm. overall job security there. But yeah. again, like I said, if they're talking about you know taking care of your family, right? <clears throat> WWE, you uh, you leave. You know, say say you get to put on Raw, right? You fly out on Monday morning to the location. You do your Raw. You stay in a hotel that night. You uh, then travel to a place where they're doing a super show on Wednesday night. Um, you do that show. You then travel to a place where they're doing a super show on Friday or Saturday night. You do that show, and then you fly back home, right? You're on the road at the very least three to five days out of the week, right? Um, AEW... You fly out on Wednesday to do Dynamite. They tape Rampage after it. And more than likely, you fly home Thursday. Right? Right. That's it, right? In worst case scenario, you fly out to Orlando on Saturday to film some scenes for AEW Dark, which, let's be honest, Cody Rhodes was never fucking on AEW Dark. Right? right. There's nothing for him there. A developmental one they don't need them there so so because of that you know you're like aew by far in terms of taking care of a family is the better option for that because you're away from home way less um exactly let's let's turn to brandy roads because that's to be perfectly honest, that's probably the the more shocking part of this because we've known the whole cody Rhodes storyline with, you know, his contract is up and all this stuff for a while. Um, but Brandy was just on Dynamite last fucking week to be attacked right. by Paige Van Zandt. Right. To have this whole, whole storyline seemingly start just to be gone by this next week, right? Um, Brandy Rhodes dropped the line three weeks ago on Ethan Page that we we only hired you to get to Josh Alexander and then dropped that's dropped now entirely. Uh, I will point out Josh Alexander is a free agent and AEW should really spend some of that money they saved by Cody uh, on Josh Alexander. Give me the North. I agree with that. Yeah, straight up. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, Let's let's just for a fantasy booking exercise since this is the fantasy booking show. Um if this is a work, let's approach this as a work. How would you handle the Cody Rhodes is no longer with AEW work? 
Um, it's a work as in, oh, geez. Okay. So, so I, I don't know because my, my, my idea was kind of extreme. Uh, it wouldn't involve, well, I can do it. it would involve a few things. So first and foremost, you, you, you have uh, Cody play this. You have Tony Khan agree. Okay, go. He tries to attempt to get a WWE contract. Okay. Get in a WWE contract for a small amount. Okay. But I'm thinking Cody gets something along the lines of he pulls a WCW like what Rick Root did. Where he shows up on both shows kind of thing to create some shock and awe. I don't exactly know how he would do that with... Obviously, Vince wouldn't obviously know about it, but and they would have to create a stupid enough contract for them not to get sued over doing such a thing unless Tony and uh, Tony and Cody have decided, hey, we're going to spend this much money doing it. Uh, I had initially thought of that, but that is really kind of wacky and out there and also sort of thinking, what did they say? Uh, this is just me. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, also sort of kind of just thinking like how much value would that really give to really each product? Um, because we do know T uh, Cody as uh, AEW guy now, if you will, uh, for him to go to WWE would be kind of messed up. But then for him to come back, I, I could almost see Cody wanting to do that, but they would have to not have like a, they would have to have like a one-off appearance contract with WWE or something, or a, or a few few days appearance for this amount of money to do that. But I don't see Vince or Nick Khan agreeing to that either. And I, that's what I was kind of thinking in that sense. Maybe you have Cody sign and do something before Mania with, I don't know, um... The only thing I could think of is trips, but trips is in no way in any shape to do anything, at least from what we know. Um, him versus Austin, I don't know why that would be a thing, but if, if the whole thing with Austin coming, that might be kind of fun, but again, why? Um, yeah, and then... It ultimately just leads to the shock value of he shows up on Raw one time and then he shows up on WWE the same week. Kind of like what Rick Rude did. Um, WWE, then AEW the same week. Kind of what Rick Rude did. Um, but if anything, I see him maybe even uh, screwing over... Uh, God, this is such a Cody thing to do. Screwing over Keith Lee when he faces Sammy Guevara. And thus creating a Keith versus uh, Cody feud. And that would ultimately give Cody the biggest heel ever because everyone loves Keith Lee. Um, and you have that shock. Revolution is when? March what? Sixth or something? Sixth. Yes. WrestleMania is only... Uh, oh, that doesn't work. Um, 
Yeah, that's the only thing crazy I could think of Cody wanting to even go to WWE to do that is if they can use that manipulation to their advantage, waste a little money in terms of ending their contract with WWE or get WWE to give them like a two, three, four appearance deal or something uh, and not really ready to sign anything major just yet. But I don't see Vince falling for that or Nick Khan falling for that. Um and then just his overall value as a wrestler, I feel, might go down unless he has it guaranteed. Hey, I'm going to face this guy for the world title. Do this, do that, do that sort of thing. Because uh, WWE can pay him a lot of money. I I don't – if they could pay KO $2, 3000000 million, I'm sure they would give Cody a good chunk of change too to make that switch. But they would have to make it really, really believable, which is what they're kind of doing now. Cody's no longer on the community outreach. He removed all those things completely off. Um, no one really knows what's going on. The dirt sheets are going crazy. It's because no one knows aside from Tony and Cody. But again, I just don't see WWE falling for that. But if Vince gets so angry and just... They have to make Vince believe it for Vince wanting to try and sign Cody for a certain amount of time. So it has to be very convincing. Um, the Brandy thing, I don't know what uh, What's-Her-Face is going to do, the UFC fighter now. Yeah. Um, no one else really cared for the whole Brandy scenario. Uh, but her cat, whatever... Uh, was supposed to come and do something, so that's gone. I I don't. It kind of sucks for her because I would like to see her wrestle. Uh, Brandy, I could really care two shits about. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't see unless it's that kind of storyline. I don't see how this benefits Cody. We talked about the the scheduling. That's not good for his family. Uh, well, he won't. He, we, all of his friends have been fired from the company in shitty ways due to a pandemic. Why would you spend your blood, sweat, and tears developing into a comp- developing a company from scratch, and then you see all your friends get shit canned, and then you ultimately say, "Hey, maybe I'm gonna go here." No way, no way. And the only way I see him doing it is by pulling off that big of a maneuver. Or AEW WWE invasion of some kind. There's some crazy stupid shit that's going on. It's so out there. It's so messed up. I more I maybe more see the Cody thing happening first, of Cody going on Raw or something, and then showing up on Dynamite or Revolution to uh, screw Keith Lee over, ultimately making him the big heel. Because not only did he sell out and went back to WWE, he's also messing around with uh, Keith Lee. And he ultimately uh, signs a deal and pulls a what's-her-face and throws a belt that he won on WWE television in the trash. But there's so much variables there for that to work. You would have to win a title. It's, and it would be such a long storyline. I mean, he could win the 24-7 championship technically and do that. I could see him very much winning the 24-7 championship and then him going to Revolution and just throwing it in the trash. I'm sure Tony Khan would have no problem paying that fine if that was the case because all just all of the all of the publicity from that would be crazy. But that's the only way I see it. I don't see him just wanting to go there for money. 
I don't know. I I, I can't. I, I I'm not I'm not convinced because the dirt sheets don't know doesn't mean anything. It's because nobody else knows aside from Tony and Cody. No one knew about Brody's sickness, or the people that did know kept it hush. None of the dirt sheets really knew much. No one knew anything. That's why it was such a shock. So there's probably more examples I can give you, but I can't really give you them at the moment because I can't think of them. But I, it's got to be a work. Man. I don't, I, no way. No way. I don't know. That's, that's it. See, see I, I would argue that all of the things that you said about how they know how to keep a secret and all of that stuff uh, are direct arguments as to why it's, it's a shoot. Um, for this reason and this reason alone, uh, like I said before, Amanda Huber is a big part of this. And for this to be a work, it requires them to deceive Amanda Huber. Okay, so she's part no. of it, bro. She's part of it. Okay, so she, either she's part of it or she, either way, right? Keep in mind, Amanda Huber is not hired as part of the wrestling group, right? She is hired Maybe in the she signed something. Role. She Maybe she signed something. You never know. But but in no, the end, but my, my you point, can't my say point this still being, or you will get fined or some shit. Or maybe she doesn't know. At the end of the day, but, once but this if comes she, out, if she doesn't know, then that means they misled her, and the whole their whole relationship with her has been based on this trust that they've built, based on how they handled the Brody Lee situation, right? And so, and that's it, fine. And you'll get any, over it because any, of the trust that they built. Any miss? No, when when you have a situation like that, and your trust is broken, you don't get over it, right? There's there's such a fragile thing. They built this trust, but but it's thing, you know, once bitten, twice shy thing. And that's why I'm that's why I'm torn. Again, I'm telling you, I'm so torn on this because there's part of me. That thinks it's a work. There's part of me that wishes it's a work. She's not a twig, a bro. She'll understand um, that it's for an ultimately bigger surprise uh, for wrestling fans. My, like, not, my, oh, my no. Point. No, you did this to make AEW look better? How dare you? Bro, come on. She, no, no. I'm not, not saying she's a twig. Offense. But emotionally, it's a betrayal. And when you've already had to deal with such betrayals before... And then your whole relationship with this company is based on the fact that they did not deceive you and that they proved that they were supposed to be trustworthy and honest with you. And then suddenly they betray you. It's a, it's a different thing altogether. Or um, maybe he said he doesn't want to do the outreach anymore and they gave it to her. That's it. Maybe that's just it. He's like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to be doing a few other things. I'm going to do that, some then, movies. Then explain the, the statement that he released where he uh, said. I didn't read it all. Yeah, he released a whole statement about how he's not with the company, yada, yada, yada. Amanda Huber is going to do great in the com community outreach and all this stuff. So, again, even if he said, I don't want to do it anymore, you can take over it, that still meant he he deceived her with his motives for leaving that, um, which would come out, right? That's the deal. Is in the end, any deception to her would come out and any non-deception any truthfulness to her will probably come out because it's it's the inverse law of conspiracies right the uh larger the conspiracy the more number of people who would have to be involved in it the more number of people who would have to be involved in it the less likely it is that any they could keep it secret right 
The or only maybe conspiracy- she knows, and but they don't tell her a lot of info. You know what I mean? Like, what is she again? Say? She I'm not saying. Say I'm saying these things are all maybe possible, right? Yeah. But I'm also saying that they're also maybe unlikely, right? They're also if for her to know that that now means four people know, right? And it's it, the simple fact is with any conspiracy, which this would be and a three conspiracy. of them. Who's the fourth? Oh, Brandy. Uh, and and the four of them, especially mm-hmm. for Amanda Huber. She doesn't want to be spilling shit because guess what? If you spill our biggest storyline of the year, Mm -hmm. you're no longer going to be part of our community outreach. We're slowly going to push you out because you fucked us Again, again, it comes down to it's the it's it's all about the laws of uh, the inverse laws of conspiracy. This is a conspiracy for every additional person that comes into it. The chances of the the knowledge of it coming out and becoming public go up up. exponentially right so it's not just slightly more but by adding her four. to it yeah what three of three of those four are never gonna but, say shit but no i mean three of them might the, how many fucking conspiracies like this come uh Why? fall apart because brandy rhodes uh in an interview uh says something and it's not exactly scripted because remember brandy rhodes does fucking live streams and a youtube channel where she just kind of talks yeah. and all this shit and so all it takes is one minor slip of the tongue from her. Maybe and, she and, doesn't know. <laughs> and 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 that one slip of the tongue could be, you know, in in a week she's doing her one of her streams or whatever and and she was she's like at the production meeting with TK the other day. I mean, a a month ago. Then suddenly that's a clue that that it's come that it's coming out, right? Every single one of these people, but here's the deal is because we, we can't cut it off at just uh, Amanda Huber because for this to to go on, Brody Jr., negative one, a 10-year-old boy would likely have to know about it because right now, one of his heroes, remember, Brody Lee programmed the entire Brody Lee tribute show, right? He booked the whole thing. And one of the matches that he wanted most of all was Cody Rhodes, right? He looks up to Cody Rhodes so much. So he is either in on it or they're lying to him and saying Cody Rhodes isn't with the company anymore. If he's in on it, then you're relying on a 10-year-old boy to keep your secret. That's not a good way to keep a secret around, right? But if you're lying to it, 10-year-old boys, you can argue back and forth about Amanda Huber having the emotional strength to to understand that she was being lied to for the betterment of the company or all that stuff. That's fine. You can have that argument. I'll accept that, right? But a 10-year-old boy does not have the emotional strength to understand. The kid won't know better, bro. The kid won't know better. They're not going to say, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, I lied. I, didn't, I couldn't say anything to you. I was in contractual obligations. That is it. That is it. The Again, kid won't know a 10-year-old boy doesn't he fucking care anything. about contractual obligations. Uh, to, to a 10-year-old boy, he's going to say, you lied to me. You, I, I don't care whether you signed a contract. You're my friend. You're supposed to tell me the truth. That's the way 10-year-old boys think yes but right? he still goes sees him he probably still does stuff for him and so, so on so at he's that still point there for him so at that point he's lying to a 10 year old boy 
which then has a chance of getting out that way. The all I'm saying is this is this is either one of the greatest cons in the world in Dude, all the history of professional wrestling or we have worked ourselves into a shoot here with our thinking that it is a work, right? Right. That that, that here's the deal is if it's not a work all of the people who are saying it's a work have been worked by it being a shoot. That's a... oh, and so um, and I'll be and the I'll... first to admit it. When if that yep. does happen, I'll be like, "All right, yep. you done got me." I, you know, I can't, I surrender. Yeah, where's my yeah. white flag? You know, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I somehow or another doubt that, but I, I mean, I will point out that there's there's a presenter on What Culture who to this day still claims that John Moxley going to AEW was a work. Um, that it was just a part of the the greater plan. Um, he's going to go to AEW. He's going to have a big career there, and then he's going to come back to WWE, the triumphant hero. Um, so, oh well, yeah. But anyways, so so I'll I'll go ahead and answer what I challenged you to uh, how I would work if this is a work, right? This is what I would do for Cody Rhodes, right? Um, I would have him go off to one of the other promotions um maybe overseas to new japan for a while right have him go do that and we've we already know they love him in new japan we already know that he's popular there with the fans and with the company um he does really good work there mm -hmm. uh he doesn't have to sign a contract you know new japan has independent workers all the time right, right. goes over and does a tour with that maybe heads over to all japan pro wrestling Maybe um, it hits a bunch of the indies in in um, in Europe, you know, and and the UK, right? Maybe shows up on Impact Wrestling as a free agent. Maybe starts uh, showing up at events with his very very real life very 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 good friend Matt Cardona, um, mm. and starts showing up at NWA tapings. Yeah. Um with Matt Cardona, the new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Um I am so waiting for the spinner version of that belt to come out. Did he mention uh, what he was going to do or he just He had a poll up. He he's he put a poll up that said should I put a purple strap on it or should I make it a spinner belt? And I responded with a gif of the little Hispanic girl from the old Ortega commercials saying, "Por qué no las dos?" <laughs> Why not both? Both. Yeah purple belt spinner um <laughs> because that's fucking expert league trolling and i'm down for it i'm here for it um and so so he goes off and does a bunch of those wwe is not in the picture for this because wwe would require him to sign some sort of contract wwe doesn't do um for the most part one-off appearances for stars right. of that size right yeah. uh if he was a celebrity not a professional wrestler but a celebrity like a johnny knoxville or something like that they do a one-off appearance or or a short-term appearance of you know three or four appearances or something like that but for wrestlers they sign them to either uh legends deals that require x number of appearances in a year uh but don't require them to wrestle or uh or one-off appearances for things like the royal rumble they'll do that sometimes but a lot of those people are in legends deals that require certain amounts of appearances. Or they sign them to a one-year deal or a two-year deal or a three-year deal, right? 
And for this to truly work as a storyline, I don't think he could do a one-year deal with any other company. And kind of like you said, um, I don't think WWE would allow him to do this if they had even a sniff in the back of their brain that this was a work. You know what I mean? Right. Like I jokingly said at the Royal Rumble, he should have shown up in Stardust, walked into the middle of the Royal Rumble, signed an AEW contract, and then deuced out. You know what I mean? Um, because mm-hmm. I thought that would be a brilliant move um, and bring a lot of publicity to AEW. Um, that's more joking because in the end, uh, a WWE would never allow that to happen, right? They right. wouldn't sign him to come in if they thought there was any chance he was going to do something on their show that promoted a different show, right? right. They don't they don't play that way. Um, and so his contract, if he signed any sort of contract, it would be there would be a part in the contract that would say you can do nothing to diminish our product in favor of another product. Right. <clears throat> so I I think WWE is out of the picture for this, but AEW MLW. Uh, Impact, um, uh, CZW, uh, GCW, the British Indies, the European Indies, and the Japanese Federations are all in this. I would have them run and do uh, a tour of a bunch of those, right? Or build, maybe build even this. New Japan. Maybe he does something with the Bullet Club in New Japan. That's what I said. New Japan, ha- have, him, have him do a tour of all of these other ones. Um, be the hottest free agent in wrestling or the second hottest free agent if you count Matt Cardona um, <laughs> and and do that, right? And right. then have him lead an invasion angle back into AEW where he shows up with a group of his people, right? Uh, just shows up at a show one day, walks in through the crowd, hops the barricade, him and his friends pushed around the security. He hops in the ring. He grabs a, a mic and says, listen, three years ago, I told you guys that if I lost a match, I would never challenge for the AEW world title as long as I was with this company. I am. But I'm not with this company. They let me go. Tony Khan decided he didn't want to sign me again. So I went off and I wrestled in New Japan. I went to Impact Wrestling and I captured their world title and I held that. I went to MLW and I captured their world championship and I held that. I went to NWA And I took back my NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And now I'm here at AEW. So you're thinking this is like almost a six-month thing. I'm thinking if if it is going to be a work, if it is a work, it's going to be a work that takes a long time to come true. Wow. Right. Okay. It's not going to be something we know the answer to in two months. Right. Um, If only because here's the deal is... We've praised AEW before about long-term storyline. We've talked about how brilliant it was that it took Adam Page two years to win the belt that he fought for in their first pay-per-view. 
right. as a company, right? First full pay-per-view after their TV show started, but that's a side point. Um, uh, that he fought for and lost, and it took him over two years to get back to that and win it, and now he's the title. So um, if this is a work, if, and I'm not saying it is, but I'm also not saying it isn't, <laughs> if it is a work, we're not going to know it's a work for months because of this, because it's going to be planned out to sell that it's a work. He is going to be gone for a period of time, long enough that those people like JLB who are like, it was a work, it was a work, will start to be like, was it a work? Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually we'll be like, I don't know, I guess it wasn't a work. I thought it was gonna I thought it was a work, but it's been five months and nothing's happened, so I guess, you know. I thought it was a work, but but Cody's on Thursday night's impact wrestling with the world title around his waist. Right. Um I thought it was a work, but he's showing up on NWA and trading the title belt back and forth with Matt Cardona to keep anyone else from challenging for it. Mm -hmm. Um I thought it was a work, but he spent three months over in New Japan um fighting with Kota Ibushi and and uh, uh Tetsuya Naito. You know, uh, I guess it's not a work. The only way it works as a work... Oh, that's a really bad way to uh, sentence. The only way it works as a work... As a work. <laughs> um, is if they sell it over a period of time that's long enough that even the most skeptical people who are sure it's a work decide that it can't be a work anymore. Um. I honest was Cody Rhodes ever in the New Japan Bullet Club? Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, there was a whole storyline before they launched um uh All Elite Wrestling when he was there with him <clears throat> kind of looking like he's trying to scheme to take over it from um out from under Kenny Omega. Okay. So um there's this whole thing back and forth where like, he never openly challenged for leadership of the Bullet Club. Okay. But it always, like, looked like he was scheming to try to take over. Mm. Like, when Kenny Omega wasn't around, he'd be having conversations with uh, Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson about, you know, what what we need to do with Bullet Club. And, like, he's the leader. And then Kenny Omega would come back and he'd be like, yeah, we were... We were just, you know, deciding what to do to uh, keep Bullet Club on top. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, but yeah, but he also got like he was in heel persona when he was in New Japan, um, and he got super heel heat. Um, For sure. I mean, I hate him when he's a babyface. So, well, I think I think you would actually like him as a heel. Like he he's, <laughs> he he would like to hate. He's the like to hate. Sort you would of like to hate guy, yeah. Because um, that might I'm be. Just, a good I'm just going to point out that I do have Cody Rhodes right there, uh, in his throne breaker shirt. Uh, so, I I do consider myself a Cody Rhodes fan, and I want this to be a work. You you don't understand how much I want it to be a work, 
But that's part of why I have to take a step back and say, as much as I want it to be a work, how much of me thinking it's a work is me wanting it to be a work and how much of it is based on actual evidence that it could be a work. Right. And I really do believe it's 50-50 right now. Mm -hmm. um, anyways. So, but then he comes back to AEW and he uses the fact that his wording when he said it, and I, I, I'll have to go and look it up to be 100% certain on, but I'm pretty sure it was as long as I'm with AEW, I will never right. challenge for that belt if I lose this match. Um, right. And so he can walk in and say, I'm not with AEW anymore. Right. I'm not. That would be Man. fun. I also think him walking in, and I feel like it's almost going to be as if he's going to be walking in with the New Japan Bullet Club, but when Kenny becomes champion again. That very well could happen. Because yeah, then well, you like have things. the Bullet Club US versus the Bullet Club New Japan, if mm -hmm. you will. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then that's how you get that ball rolling. Um, yeah, if, if it's going to be that long period, that's certainly more than enough time for Kenny to come back more than enough time for Kenny to maybe have his, uh, Kenny and, uh, young bucks versus Adam Cole and, uh, the red dragon there or Adam Cole, Jay White, and whoever the hell Adam Cole is with Jay White with a lot, uh, could do something there. I think that would be the ultimate great goal too. I, I think maybe I'm thinking too much about WWE. Because uh, I really don't see it making sense him going there at all. And but yeah, uh, it's I, very possible. I, like I said, I one hundred percent agree. I don't think it makes any sense uh, to think that that Cody Rhodes is going to be back in WWE. I mean, the he was the creator who... of the Forbidden Door. Mm -hmm. uh, the <laughs> only thing that puts Ken, uh, Cody Rhodes in in WWE is dollars, right? That's literally the only thing. If if uh, Vince McMahon were to come with, and I hate to say it, but Kevin Owens' money, $2 million a year and everything. Um, Man, how much is Roman getting paid if Kevin's allowed to get $2 million? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, I mean, Roman was probably one of the top-paid WWE people until recently. Uh, he's one of their big guys, but... Um, but I, I just I I know he's not making that two million dollars because Do as you, far I'm, as I read, he's making more. As far as I read, when Kenny when Cody, goddamn, talking about all these things here, when Kevin <laughs> Owens uh, signed that two million dollar, that put him in the top tier of WWE contracts, right? Like that put him in Brock Lesnar money, right? Um, and the only other person in Brock Lesnar money is Brock Lesnar. Or Goldberg. I don't even think Goldberg's in Brock Lesnar money. No? <laughs> no. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Remember, Goldberg's on a Legends contract, right? Legends contract says X number of appearances per year. Um, and if we have you wrestle in a pay-per-view, you get this much bonus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar is on an active wrestler contract. That okay. is just like, give us a bunch of money, but I only have to appear in eight pay-per-views out of the year or whatever like that, right? <laughs> um, 
And so, uh, because Vince McMahon thinks Brock Lesnar is the number one draw in professional wrestling, excuse me, sports entertainment, uh, because he believes that, Gesundheit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Brock Lesnar is like, Brock Lesnar, I think, gets somewhere around a quarter million per appearance. You know what I mean? Like, it's this absurd amount. That's Um, crazy. But. Wow. But, I mean, even money, man, I don't. And how do you go there? Okay, you get all that money, but you're not going to be treated well, bro. There is no, they're going to, they're going to make you eat your words for everything you have said to them, done to them, da, da, da. No amount of money is worth being disparaged over that. I I I think I think he wouldn't be, and I the reason I think that is this, um, to WWE signing Cody Rhodes away from AEW would be a bragging rights thing. Uh like literally. They would be able to say, we took the hottest free agent away from our competitors. They're not going to say AEW, right? right? But they would bring him in and treat him like like royalty for a while because it's a bragging rights thing. It's just like you mentioned Rick Rude showing up on WCW the same day he was on Raw, right? right. Um, we mentioned Lex Luger showing up on WCW right after he'd appeared on Raw. Right. Um that's the sort of thing Alundra they would bring Blaze. him in. What? Alun- is it Alundra Blaze? Alundra Blaze? Alundra Blaze. She she didn't show up on WCW immediately following an appearance. She hadn't been on WWF for a few months, long enough that Vince McMahon had forgotten that she was even the world champion, the women's champion, <laughs> right? Right. Um but she showed up and she she dropped the belt and she was presented like a big fucking deal because she was signed away from the the competition, competition. Right? right? And that's what they would do with uh with a Cody Rhodes for at least a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um for the first four months or so that he was there, he would be presented as the hottest free agent in all of professional wrestling. Right. Um, And then they'd probably change things up and, and, you know, when he no longer was that, he'd fade away and he'd be, you know, mid-card again. But I 100% believe he could could be the, would be the focal point of a lot of things. Like, he would be immediately put into a feud with Roman Reigns. He'd probably lose to Roman Reigns. uh, But... He'd be put into a feud with Roman Reigns immediately for that reason, right? If only to say, you know, look, our best guy can beat one of their top guys, right? Right. Uh, yeah, I see WWE definitely taking that route for sure. But yeah, I just I don't see Cody wanting to do that though. I just... but no, I agree. I don't think for a couple reasons. A, I he was never happy with the way they treated him there, right? He, uh, Brandy was super unhappy with the way they treated her there because she wanted to be a wrestler 
And they said, fuck no, you're not a wrestler. You're a ring announcer. Right. You're, you're going to interview some people backstage. I mean, to be fair. I mean, they weren't wrong, but that's not <laughs> that's beside the point. Right. This is all about what she wanted. And so she feels like I was cheated. You know, I wanted to be a wrestler and they told me I couldn't. Right. Whereas at least in AEW, she wanted to be a wrestler and they said, okay, go out and be a shitty wrestler. <laughs> right. Valid point. And yeah, I, but I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, uh, I, I, I just don't think no one knows. And that whole cryptic tweet from Sean Ross Sapp yesterday was pretty interesting. Where he just did the eyeballs and everyone's like, okay, bro, what are you talking about? Like, stop with all these random cryptic tweets. Like, what the hell? And then we hear this news come out today. So I'm like, damn, Sean Ross Sapp has been sitting on this probably since yesterday. Um, and I'm like, okay. But I, I don't know. I, I just can't. I I am at like 98% of work. I really am. I just don't believe it i don't see it i even see cody rhodes taking a pay cut to stay in aew because it's see, his and, baby bro like come on well no and i 100 i i understand that but at the same point jesus why does this happen um Whatever. wrestling inc needs to fucking fix their website oh yeah um, i never go to their website it's really trash well like, no i no no their news is great it's just For some reason, other, when I click on it on my computer, it takes me to the to the mobile view. Um, like I'm looking at it on my phone. Oh yeah, that's which a... makes the text like three inches tall. Um, yeah, but even their layout is kind of annoying too, though. I'm not a fan. I of I can't their talk about their layout because fucking <laughs> when I go to it, it gives me the mobile view with three inch tall letters and. <laughs> Is there an M really, in the, the link? Really, the only reason I clicked on it. Nope. What? Straight through Google. Now they're already saying Vince McMahon reportedly has huge plans for Cody Rhodes. Like, where are they getting this info from? <sighs> it's all the Trying word, to pull bro. up his statement. So, okay. Okay, you got it? This is his statement. I'm bringing it up so I can read it a little better because I'm 44 and my eyes ain't so is, good no more. Is, is Wade Keller a credible source from PW Torch? He's pretty cre credible overall. So apparently WWE Chairman Vince McMahon is planning to give Cody Rhodes a major match at WrestleMania if Rhodes were to return to WWE, according to aforementioned name Wade Keller from PW Torch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keller noted how McMahon views Rhodes' AEW exit as a big deal, like you were mentioning, and wants to treat it accordingly. Cody and WWE haven't confirmed it, but Cody is going to WWE and he's going to get a big push, Keller said. Vince McMahon is going to treat this as a big deal. Everybody I talk to thinks Vince loves the idea of acquiring co-founder and EVP. And you know, main event wrestler, he just held... Their secondary singles title that long ago, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I, I think everyone's jumping the gun. Like, I, I, well, I here's the deal. Vince being excited. Vin sure. Vince, Mc Vince McMahon, uh, I, I will give this to Wade Keller for, for reporting this. Vince McMahon, I'm sure, is talking like that. 
I'm sure he's telling people, if we can sign Cody Rhodes back, I'll give him a big match at, at WrestleMania just to show that. Because in Vince McMahon's mind, signing Cody Rhodes is a sign that they're winning. Right. Um, And so so here's the statement from, from Cody directly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have loved my time at AEW. Amazing locker room, amazing fans, amazing people. The revolution was indeed televised, and I've been incredibly lucky to be part of that. First, I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it, and it was an honor to work for him and to know him on a personal level. He is a beautiful soul. Obviously, need to thank my incredible wife and the mother of my baby girl, Brandy, for all of her love and support throughout this journey together and the amazing relationship she fostered with Culture City and the American Heart Association. Mm-hmm. I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson. These two, whether they know it or not, took an undesired and not confident little cub and gifted me the confidence to become a leader of the pack. Uh, Kenneth Omega, Chris Jericho, Chicken, we started the fire. I must thank Tim W., Keith M., Greg W., and the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision with such grace. I can't name everybody, but thank you to Omega, Margaret, Harrington, Jeff Jones, Dana, Tony Schiavone, Byrne, Raph, and the hardest worker in the game, QT Marshall, for propping me up and kicking me in the ass when I was running on fumes. I must thank all my kiddos, MJF, Jade, Sammy, Darby, Lee, Ricky, Tom, The Guns, Brock, Velvet, Nyla, Aubrey, Turner, Vanilla, Solo, Spears, Julia, Anna, Will, Wardlow, Sunny, Fuego One, and of course, Negative One. While we're at it, give Jade to Cody Vader. I also need to take a moment to thank the great partners at Warner Media, including Brett, Sam, and the rest of the team. I have so many milestones and a beautiful memories of this renaissance. Through sweat, blood, and tears, literal fire, and all that, I left it all on the map. Everything pales in comparison to the final contribution I was empowered, empowered to lead at the company, the Community Outreach Team. In the most inward moments, your outward behavior and your inability to take the flame slash influence and do something of value for the communities you visit, whether the cameras are on or off, is the highest honor. I'm confident Amanda Huber will lead the department with style. I am so proud of my creations and contributions and the items I supported or collaborated on with such wonderful professionals. Thank you, fans. Y'all did the work. Let's live forever. So that is not the statement of a person uh, who who's working the, the fans to me. Um, that's the statement of someone who's legitimately gone and and wanting to thank the you know the fans. If if he was trying to work the crowd, I would expect the statement to be more like Tony Khan wouldn't pay me what I wanted. Tony Khan wouldn't pay me what I'm worth. You know what I mean? But he starts off with saying, I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it. He's a beautiful soul. Yeah, but Cody has respect for the business, though. He wouldn't say anything. And also, the best part of it being a work is for you making it believe like he's leaving. So this is the perfect message to do so. Again, I can't argue with that. I'm just saying... My brain reads that and triggers the it's not a work thing. That's the idea. Because because this doesn't <laughs> and I've I'm I'm usually pretty good at spotting works, right? I've been watching professional wrestling for 30 years. I'm usually pretty good at going they're working us. Um and I'm I not can't saying... wait to save that clip. I can't wait to save that clip. <laughs> 
if if you're watching this on Twitch right now, make sure to to highlight that one. Yeah. Fucking hold on to that one. Um, but here's the deal: is uh, you'll never know when you can play it because if it is a work, it'll be six months from now before we find out that it's a work, right? Because again, they're not. This isn't gonna pay off in three weeks. He's not gonna show back up at Revolution. And be like, ha, I got you. Because that's not the way Tony Khan and, and AEW work with with storylines like this. If it is a work, it's going to be six months or so. It's going to be full year in November. You know what I mean? Or At the out. earliest. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I think All Out's even too soon, really, for this to play out the way that they would want it to. So... Yeah, I mean, if he gets Matt Cardona popularity, that could really go for a hot minute, too. So, yeah. On, on top of it, here, here's the other thing I am going to say right now um, with, with 100% conviction on this. If he gets Matt Cardona-level popularity on the indies, it doesn't matter if it was planned to be a work, it becomes a shoot, right? Right. Matt Cardona doesn't sign with any company not because none of the companies want him to sign with him, but because he knows that his worth is better as the hottest free agent in the game than the person who signs with the company. That's why he doesn't have a contract with Impact Wrestling or MLW or uh, NWA or New Japan or GCW or, you know. Um, his whole gimmick only works if he can go wherever he wants to, right? And if Cody Rhodes on the indie scene becomes that level, it doesn't matter what he plans to do with Tony Khan. Tony Khan comes calling in six months. Cody Rhodes says, I'm sorry, I've changed my mind. Right. I'm, I'm going to stay fired. Because <laughs> here's the deal. Is, um, I'm going to be 100% honest. WWE could call with a eight-figure deal for Matt Cardona right now. And he'd probably turn it down because he's having so much fun doing it his way now. Right. I believe um, that. And and that and that's the same sort of thing that, that I think would happen if Cody Rhodes goes on that same run. You know, and so this could be a work that becomes a shoot. It could be a shoot that becomes a work. It could be a work that stays a work or a shoot that stays a shoot. We may never know what was planned. It like it, it could be a shoot, and in six months, Cody Rhodes has had a decent run, but nothing huge. Tony Khan calls him up and says, hey, you know, I've got an offer for, for you to come back. We're going to do a one-year deal. It's going to be the same amount of money that you made before. And so then it looks like it was a work, but it was actually a shoot that became a work. Right? But we'll know. We'll know, though. Because eventually the dirt sheets will know. But here's the deal is, you say all that, um, but if you're so convinced it's a work right now, in six months the dirt sheets say, you know, oh, it was a shoot and everything. And then a month later he signs a contract. Your brain's going to say the dirt sheets were wrong. It was a work the whole time. Right. Because that's the way the human brain works. This is not an attack on you or anyone else. Right. It's called uh, confirmation bias. When you've got a belief in your head one way 
your brain will reject things that work against it um, in favor of it, right? And so if it's a shoot and and then at some point in the future he signs again, everyone who thinks it's a work will immediately say, look, see, it was a work. Even if all of the dirt sheets reported, because the, again, the dirt sheets reporting right now 100% that it's a shoot and your brain's already saying that the dirt sheets are wrong, right? So in right. six months- But it's so fresh. So they're but eventually again, gonna get more again, info. They'll get all the more info they want, but your brain, once your brain tricks onto it's a work, it your brain will hold on to that and ignore stuff, and then it sees evidence that supports it, like he signed a new contract, your brain's going to immediately say, I told you it was a work. And you're going to be like, oh, I guess I guess he's right. It was a work, right? And I, again, this is not an attack on you. This is just based on, you know, 100 years of behavioral science and, and psychology. We know that the way the brain works, confirm, confirmation bias is real. It's why... Um, it's why we have anti-vaxxers. It's why we have flat earthers. It's mm -hmm. why we have uh, the second gunman on the grassy knoll believers. It's why we have Tupac isn't dead. It's why okay. we have Michael Jackson isn't dead. It's because confirmation Stop. That's bias, a thing? It's it not is. A thing. It that 100% is a thing that Michael Jackson isn't dead. Oh, Jesus. That he faked okay. his death and he moved to like Jamaica uh because he he um they were getting like there are various versions of it but one of them like the fbi was getting close on on the child pornography ring so so he faked his death so that he wouldn't get charged and have to go to jail and he he took all his money and went to nicaragua or someplace you know what i mean um you know it's it's why there's a group of people uh, who believe in the q conspiracies um, that believe that JFK and his son JFK Jr. are both still alive despite JFK being shot live on TV <laughs> and JFK Jr.'s plane crashing. They believe that they're both still alive and that JFK is going to re- re uh take the presidency and appoint jfk jr as his his, his vice president <laughs> and i mean it's it's quite a tale and because of confirmation bias they see a few little things that that make them them believe it and their body, their minds just automatically disregard anything that doesn't doesn't uh, line up with it. Right. So. Look at this, oh, Mister nice. Tiny Corn Dog. <laughs> sent us a championship belt. Oh hey, yeah, you. tiny corn dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. That is the championship title that Cody Rhodes is going to need to get for doing this fantastic work. <laughs> that's 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 what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, we'll find out um 
essentially though I, I i went more the wwe route just because there's a bunch of those people thinking that that's actually a thing uh your route does definitely seem more likely with him pulling a matt cardona uh i even think maybe just sticking with new japan so um what did he say holla if you hear me little scott steiner big bad booty daddy but there's no muscle there, so it's not as good. No, nope, there sure is not. Hey, it's mean. It's inside <laughs> somewhere. It's 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 growing internally. Well, maybe you should talk <laughs> to the genetic freak, Big Papa Pump, about how he got so big. Oh, it geez. definitely was not steroids. It no, nope. it, re- it was one hundred percent not steroids. I don't believe it. So so yeah so so this. This normally Gym is in fitness. Yeah. Uh this <laughs> normally is a fantasy booking uh show where we talk fantasy booking. What's what's his most recent one? Sorry. Um Never Been Down. Uh <laughs> but we didn't really do the fantasy booking like we normally do. Um this is normally more of a challenging thing, but we uh, this was news we had to discuss. Um, oh. You know, and we did a fantasy booking. I mean, it we did. It just well wasn't be... our normal fantasy booking show. So, no. um, normally we have have like I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Da Fabe challenged me to book a um, Valentine's Day match for. WWE last week because oh. that's what he fucking does. But surprisingly, one. surprisingly, uh, I it was it wasn't bad. I I had kind of fun with it. Oh. Um, so, but what then, um, it was a it was a four way elimination mixed tag, uh, with with uh, couples. Oh, in it. okay, nice. And uh, I'm trying to remember who all I put in it. That's fine. Ms. Marie, Montez Ford, and Belair. The, those were two in it. I didn't put, I don't think I put Edge in, and uh, uh, um, Beth on it. Mostly because I, I think, uh, uh, I think I was like, they, they're not currently. Like Beth isn't currently signed to an active wrestler deal, right? Um, oh, and I did one that is not actually a couple, but they played one for a short period of time, and I thought it was uh, would be good to bring them back together. Otis and Mandy. Oh, nice. Um, Old Otis, but new Mandy. <clears throat> I didn't really specify. <laughs> It could be new, new Otis and new man. New Otis is trash. Trash. He's not he as much fun, beard. but no, but no beard, fun. no, 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 you fun. know, but but he's still wrestling. I mean, that's the storyline that they could tell with him, right? Is he uh uh she has to come to soften him up again, and maybe he starts to grow the beard again because of it. And, I mean, if she comes, I don't think she'll be softening him up. It's a bit. Uh... Well, he'll eventually reach. get soft. <laughs> yeah. He he doesn't have the stamina of Veer Mahan, apparently. Oh, Jesus. I like how he can tweet, but he can't come to Raw. Yeah. 
Well, I don't I don't know. If I've been coming for three months, I might still have free hands to tweet, but Jesus. I, it, it'll be it'll be misspelled because my eyes will be wrong. Whoa, exactly. <laughs> oh jeez. No, I was I was talking I've got a new coworker at work. Uh and he's a lapsed wrestling fan. He doesn't currently watch. But he did used to watch, and so he knows a little bit about this and that. And and he was talking about Cody Rhodes and and potentially, you know, all of this stuff and, and potentially going back to WWE. And I, I mentioned how we on one of our shows a while ago <clears throat> had had kind of had this discussion about who do we think is going to be the first person to jump from AEW to WWE. Right, because it's going to happen eventually, whether it's Cody or someone else. Right, right. We've had a bunch of people jump jump from WWE to AEW. Eventually, we will get somebody to jump the other way. Right, right. Um, and and Da Fabe and I both kind of landed on Brian Cage. He was the one that we thought was most likely, Makes partially sense. because he hasn't been used very well in AEW recently, uh, partially because he uh is like Vince McMahon's wet dream in in a physical form um, and everything. But I I, I told him that none of us, absolutely none of us, had Cody Rhodes on our list. Uh, Like some of us were like, maybe Jericho. Jericho's contract expires. He goes back to WWE, you know, has one final run there. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um trying to remember we we thought like wardlow and mjf both had had chances when their contracts were up you know maybe maybe go there i mean we we know that there's interest in uh mjf in in wwe right of course he's got another two years on his contract i believe yeah 24 Uh, 2024 um uh, you know, he says that there will be a bidding war at that point, and he's not ruling out going to WWE. And frankly, I don't blame him. Right? right. Get those ducats, yo. Um. But but I don't think any of us put Cody Rhodes on the list because we kind of assumed he was going to be be a lifer. Now there is one other option with Cody Rhodes that that we do have to at least consider. Uh and that is it's a shoot, but it's a shoot in a different way. Uh, that, that he, he's done with wrestling. He, he Uh, very well could be. He's established himself now as a game show host with the go home show, go big show, whatever it's called. Um, he's a judge, no? A judge on it, but still, you know, that, that's a thing there. He's established himself as a reality show star with roads to the top. Um, I think star is really pushing it, but you know, sure. It's, it's uh, he's a bigger star than you are on your reality show. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, but no, I mean right. here. Don't take it personal. Calm down. <laughs> the simple fact is, is we might be on the verge of seeing uh, Cody Rhodes announced for the next season of Dancing with the Stars. Cody Rhodes announced for the next season of Celebrity Big Brother. I know we just you had one start. We just had one start. I know it's so almost ending. It's almost going to be a few months before we get the next one of them or whatever. But oh, calm down. It'll be like next year. But so, um, but you know, he legitimately could be planning, planning to no longer be a professional wrestler and move on to 
other streams of entertainment. He could be sending out feelers in Hollywood to try to be in movies. I mean, I know he was in... Wasn't wasn't he in one of the Marines? Who Cody? Cody? No, no. That I'm thinking. I'm thinking of uh, the other fucking second generation. Dibiase. Dibiase yeah, Junior. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um. But but my point is, I mean, he he literally could be thinking Hollywood. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm tired of beating up my body on a daily basis. I'm gonna become the Rock. Um, right. Where instead, uh, and I, I, I could see him having that ego and kind of him just maybe being done with uh, wrestling too. Um, yeah, I mean, I could certainly see that. That's very possible. So that is another option but to at to least... not sign, uh, like just a backstage office. I'll help. Oh, well, I guess they've kind of already alluded that they don't need him, right? Backstage. Well, I mean, here's the deal is um, a backstage office job probably actually has more responsibilities than a wrestler position. You've got to be in in production meetings. You've got to be in in all of this, that and that. And if he's trying to establish himself in some form of Hollywood um, or something like that, he doesn't want to have those meetings potentially getting in the way of him doing stuff. He would be better off resigning that position and still being an active wrestler because an active wrestler he would only be needed basically once a week wednesdays right and so um i will point out that cody rhodes does have um some acting credits including seven episodes of arrow oh um so he has dabbled in hollywood before Mm -hmm. he's dribbled he's dribbled in hollywood he brother brother um he also voiced um on an episode of scooby-doo he voiced stardust so it was a wwe episode he voiced on an episode (laughs) of the jetsons with wwe and robo wrestlemania as stardust bot oh okay this was back when he was in wwe needless to say obviously yep um I mean, he has the look. I mean, it's very possible. I just Mm -hmm. with him getting all these other multimedia things outside of wrestling, go big show. I think he maybe just can see himself as a, as a, just a production guy in terms of Mm -hmm. cable networking, advertising, uh, you know, stuff like that. Maybe he wants to dab into that era and that would certainly give him a lot more money. Mm-hmm. And so that that's something that we have to consider. Like I said, I so so I'm gonna put my final odds at least as of right now at forty nine percent that it's a work, forty nine percent that it's a shoot, and two percent that he actually is trying to go off into some form of other media like Hollywood or TV acting or something like that, or game shows or stuff like that, right? Um, which technically is partially shoot, but that's beside the point. Um, that That's where I'm at here. I'm still pretty evenly split between shoot and work. It's just that little thing there that there's a chance that he's like, you know what, I'm going to go be an actor, or I'm going to go be a, you know, 
uh, reality show host, you know, I'm going to try to take over from Nick Cannon on America's Got Talent or whatever fucking show he's on. I don't know. I watch, don't watch those <laughs> shows. Um, but, <laughs> but, but then uh, I don't know, like, but essentially that contract that he would have gotten would have been his reasoning for doing that though. Right, because we see how much he was still wrestling, do a lot in the ring, how he was still doing great, how he did that fire spot and all that. If he was sick and tired of wrestling to an extent, he wouldn't have done everything he's been doing the last few months either. So you can't tell me that the contract was so shit that he was just like, eh, you know what? I'm just gonna go into Hollywood. No way, man. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's a he's a professional who uh, was under a contract and that contract required him to do his job. And he was thinking maybe Hollywood is coming up and people from Hollywood might be watching my performance on this. And if they see me phone it in, mm -hmm. then they're not going to call me to audition for their superhero show, right? Okay, that's fair. Um, so even though my contract is expiring or expired, right? I'm on a per appearance deal. This is my chance to impress scouts. Scouts for reality shows. Scouts for TV shows or movies, you know? I'm not saying it's real. I'm saying that there's we can't rule that out as an option. Right. No, no, you're I think right. it's small, but I, I think it's something that's an option. But that's what uh, your wife said. Didn't um tiny. Tiny was the word. Tiny was the word. Okay, sorry. Um, Tried to give you a few, you know. Yes. Yeah, small <laughs> is, is doing me a favor. Uh, there's a reason we had to do IVF. <laughs> and we go full circle. It's it's because my pew pew don't shoot so straight. <laughs> pew pew don't shoo shoo <laughs> oh damn uh but um so but no but this new co-worker i i i'm willing to put money he's a laps fan but i'm willing to put money on less than a month before he starts watching wrestling again because of the conversations that we had mm -hmm. um because i could tell he really liked it but I could also tell that he stopped watching because WWE got so shitty. And because of the way I talk about how enjoyable AEW has been, I'm willing to bet within the month he watches AEW um, and and starts to get back into it that way. And uh, to that I say, welcome in, brother. I mean, yes and no. It depends because if you're really into the WWE storylines and how they showcase those, you might not necessarily be into AEW. I have no again, problem thinking anybody who watches AEW and watches their wrestling will say that WWE's uh, product is far less superior than AEW's uh, product for wrestling. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But that's my point. Is he he stopped watching WWE because he was no longer happy with the WWE product, um, and he stopped before AEW was around. Right, but I mean that he, could have been in terms of uh, not just wrestling but storylines. 
right? It could have been for both, but I I would argue that storyline wise, AEW still has the better storylines overall too. Uh, the storyline with Hangman took two years to do, and I nearly cried when he finally won. Yeah, you're right? not going to get someone who recently watched WWE and stopped to get into a Hangman storyline. You need you need that. It's it's more of the production. No, of the no, storyline. No, because uh, no, I, I disagree here because, again, this is someone who got back into watching wrestling through Ring of Honor and then WWE, but right? You're a wrestling and, fan. And, and then uh, I fell in love with AEW because of, of the storylines, right? Uh, but even more than that, right, there's one thing that – one piece of evidence that I haven't presented yet that you're missing on this. Um, when talking about he he stopped watching WWE because the product was disappointing to him. His favorite wrestling show, the one that kept him going as long as it was, was not WWE. It was Lucha Underground. Um, oh, okay. Which had a combination of fire wrestling that you'll see in AEW and long-term heavy kayfabe storylines. Um so that's what I'm saying. I'm 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 putting money. Less than a month, he'll be back into watching AEW, if only because of the conversations that we have about it at work, right? Definitely ask him though next time. Uh, ask him. I mean, with Lucha Libre, it does sound like wrestling. It was a heavy set, but again, those kayfabe storylines yep. are so ridiculous. A good form of entertainment is there too. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I mean, we still have Death Triangle in. AEW, we've got the uh, Kings of the Black Throne. Um, I mean, Kings of the Black Throne, I'll give you, is Lucha Libre-esque. It's very fucking. And I'll also point out that a lot of the former Lucha Underground wrestlers appear in AEW. So if he was already a fan of Lucha Underground... Uh, right. But that's it. Again, ask him, though. Ask him if it's the... The silly kayfabe storylines, and I say silly because some of them can be really out there. Because here, uh, let, let's let's talk about uh, Rick Knox, the referee for AEW, was the referee in Lucha Underground. Right. Um. Pentagon was in Lucha Underground. Phoenix was in Lucha Underground. Uh. Brian Cage was in Lucha Underground. Uh, Evil East, who was in AEW, but is not anymore, was in Lucha Underground. Uh, Taya Valkyrie and John Morrison were both in Lucha Underground, and I would put money that that they show up in AEW at some point, even on a short term deal, right? Mm. Um, Jack Evans and um, Angelico. We're both in Lucha Underground, the hybrid too. We haven't seen them in right. a while in AEW, but right. they were both there. Uh, 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 Shane Strickland, who is now a free agent, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a show up in AEW, was in Lucha Underground. Um, Ch- Chavo Guerrero Jr., who works backstage in AEW occasionally, was in Lucha Underground. Right. Um. I'm scrolling down, down, uh, Sam, uh, uh, Sammy Callahan, who's in Impact, currently out injured, but was in Impact, uh, was in Lucha Underground. 
Do, do, do. Fire Eater says AEW taking over. I agree. Taking over. Taking over. I'm all for it. Um, trying to see if there's anyone else that I can point out offhand that was the in. I, I know. Uh, oh, Jake Hager was in Lucha Underground. Sunny Kiss was in Lucha Underground. Um, she was probably he. She was probably doing better in Lucha Underground because she. They've done nothing with Sunny Kiss and AEW. They they have kind of dropped the ball with her. Him. Her. I don't remember. I I don't remember what I think it's him technically. Are. I think it's Well him. I don't know. Their pronouns might be They They might be she. Um Sammy Guevara was in four episodes of Lucha Underground. Nice. I did not actually know that. Um so yeah, I mean there's there's a chance, you know. I, I just think it's very likely that our conversations will lead uh, him back to. I forgot Kyrie Sane was in a couple episodes of Lucha Underground. Well, it's not. I've I've we said we got to do a Lucha Underground. We've got to do the Lucha yeah. Underground watch along. I I still have that planned. Um, the nice thing is I found out all seasons of Lucha Underground are on Tubi. Oh, nice. Um, which is, as far as I know, a free streaming service. It is, but there comes commercials every. There so comes commercials. That's fine. It might not link well, though. I don't think we get the commercials at the same time. Well, hey. we'll figure it out. Fire Eater says Lucha was a comfy show. Sad it didn't get the proper advertisement or pickup from Netflix. Agreed there. Um, it is worth pointing out that there's a spiritual successor to Lucha Underground going on right now in the form of Azteca Underground, which is through right. MLW. Um, I say spiritual successor because it's got uh dario cuerto um i think they gave him a new name or kayfabed him a new name i can't right. remember exactly uh but it's bringing back uh, a lot of the the things of that so it is worth worth um maybe checking out if if you're in a in a position to watch some mlw or catch that i don't know if, if it's on a streaming site or not i'll have to look that up but but yes lucha underground was great Loved Lucha Underground, um, and so we'll we'll do a watch along as soon as we definitely got to do a watch along. The yep. the logistics of it, um, it'll probably be a Twitch only watch along, and it'll probably be, um, one of those where you have to have your own stream, um, and we'll try to just sync the streams. We won't actually have the video playing just for copyright reasons, so we don't get copyright strike and and shut down sort of a thing, but. But anyways, on that note, we will move to our game. This is the game that we play at the end of every episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute. It's called Pick or Pass. We're going to start off. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to start off with two wrestlers. You have to pick one and pass the other one back to the other person and then add one. So there will always be two wrestlers. We're going to do this until we get bored with it or until we get stuck. Usually we end up getting stuck with one wrestler that neither of us fucking want ever. Right. So. <laughs> right. Um. I'm going to start off uh, with two wrestlers that both appeared in Lucha Underground and had a lot of fun there. We're talking uh, Ricochet and John Morrison. Pick or pass? Ricochet. John Morrison. Or 
John Morrison or Amazing Red? John Morrison. I, I not that I don't like Amazing Red. He's good, but uh, I think John Morrison was wasted in WWE twice. He definitely was twice. Was wasted. Yeah. Uh, John Morrison or Johnny Gargano? Well, amazing. Oh, I took John Morrison. Excuse yeah. me. Amazing Red or Johnny Gargano? Johnny Gargano. Um. Uh, Got to bring this up again. I feel like <laughs> uh, Amazing Red or Amazing Red or I would I want to give someone bad, but not too bad. Amazing Red or E. Uh. No, I don't know. It's amazing Red or Psychosis? Um, I like Psychosis, but I'll take Amazing Red. Uh, psychosis or Vampiro? <sighs> I was never a fan of Vampiro, and I follow him in everything. Uh, psychosis. Vampiro... Or I don't want to bring that down. Okay, Vampiro or Alistair Black. Um, I want to say Alistair Black, but I'm gonna just for the sake of keeping this going because this will be a great way to bring it up. I'm gonna say Vampiro. I'm gonna keep Vampiro in this case. I'm gonna put Alistair Black or Adam Cole Bebe. I think I like Adam Cole better. I love how phenomenal Alistair is, but I think I appreciate Adam Cole's work more if I had to choose. Um, and you do, so you're taking Adam Cole. <laughs> and I do, so. Um, so Alistair Black... Alistair Black or Shinsuke Nakamura from NXT? <laughs> um, that's a that's a very good thing up. Uh, specifically from NXT though, not yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, if you're limiting it into NXT, I will say Alistair Black. Um, Shinsuke. Oh, Nakamura. so if I said now Shinsuke, you if you said Shinsuke? all Shinsuke, I would say uh, Shinsuke because I remember him in New Japan. And um, oh, okay, I meant more like nothing when he went to the main. Well, but here's the deal: it's in the end, I I believe in Shinsuke that I'd even take Shinsuke now. Uh, you know, in in lots of situations because I think he's just being wasted, but he could do everything. But um. You're taking Alistair. But I'm taking Alistair. Uh, I do think currently Alistair has a bigger upside in the long run for this. Um, so we're going to go Shinsuke, 
Naka, 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 Naka work here anymore versus um, <laughs> Wardlow. Let's move this up a bit. Let's change this around. All right. Uh, Shinsuke or Wardlow? Mm-hmm. Okay, Shinsuke. Uh, Wardlow. Mm. Wardlow or uh, Lance Archer? Lance Archer. Yeah, I would have went with that too. Wardlow or Powerhouse Hobbs? Oh. Wardlow. Haven't really seen enough with Hobbs to impress me yet. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs or... Otis. Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> um, Otis, or I don't know where he's working right now, but hey, Tucky. Uh, Tucky. <laughs> Otis. Hmm. I, I'm sorry. I brought it. I brought this down. Um, you brought it up just so I could bring it down again. Otis, um, or Ivar, is it Ivar from the Viking Raiders? The larger one? The larger Ivar. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ivar. Okay. Otis or Eric from the Viking Raiders? <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Just worth trying. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry, Otis. I didn't mean to do this to you. Um, Otis. Or, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, not Umberto, but his tag partner. Angel Garza? Angel Garza, that's it. Angel Garza. Fucking Otis. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Otis? Or current Mark Henry. Oh, come on. <laughs> Poor Mark Henry. He's never going to get out of here. <laughs> um, Otis. Like, you, can't, you can't say Mark Henry. You can't say current Mark Henry. He's an announcer, for fuck's sakes. 
He's he. They made a big deal that he's still got it in the tank. He can wrestle, but he has not wrestled. If you said he Big bet. Show, it would have been understandable. They, they said he still can, and that he's still air quotes well, licensed to wrestle. Then I would pick Mark Henry. You would still pick Mark Henry. I would. Okay. I would. I would, I would pick Mark Henry because now, now, I enjoyed now, him. My my point is, you missed your chance for us to elevate this. You oh. fucked it up. But go ahead and give me Otis and. I mean, okay. But I mean, okay. Uh, Otis. Or the Big Show. Current Big Show or ever Big Show? Current Big Show. Okay. So here, here's here's how you, you fix it right. I take Otis because current Big Show is... Oh, this stuff. So now my choice to you is ever Big Show... Whenever you want, Big Show, or Omos. What? Big I'm saying uh, Omos elevates us out of the... It's a small elevation, but it still helps. Because Omos does have an upside down. He just hasn't shown much yet. Right? No, that's fair. I, the uh, thing is, I have I have to walk a line because I couldn't say, whenever you want Big Show or Braun Strowman, because then that's going to keep us on Big Show, right? Right. So, uh, so I have so to try Big to keep show. someone that you would want to take Big Show over. But now Omos versus... Omos versus trying to think of some big men. That sounds dirty. Um, Omos or C.W. Morrissey, but in WWE. So big Cas. That's it. I'll take Omos. Wow. Okay. I, was I thought not a fan. Of, I was not a fan of Big. To Cass. the point where he Big Cass is not better than Omos. I, I was not. Now here, I here's the thing: is I'm I'm gonna. 100% say since WWE Big Kaz and Morrissey Kaz XL whatever you want to call him right um he's been fucking phenomenal right, right. uh but the problem I I think in WWE he was lackadaisical and he never never developed his physique at all right uh and he's done that outside so anyways so now but Omos in WWE has been better than Big Cast was in WWE. Um, not by much, but I I was never a fan of it. But anyways, okay. now I'm gonna I see here's here's how we get up. Now we've got M Morrissey now to help elevate things. So I can say 
and Morrissey now, um, or Moose. Which is a feud that's going on right now. Right. Um, Moose. Okay. And Morrissey now versus... All time Kane. I sorry, I'm 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 downgrading it again, but I mean Kane could still be a fun thing. Um, CW. Leave it, Kane. It's fine. We're we're almost done, so. So we'll go Morrissey versus Kane. Um, I, the honest all time opinion. Kane. Yeah, all time Kane. The honest opinion that um, I bring up uh, here and um, the DA Fabe uh, and I have gotten into arguments offline about. Um, I was never a huge Kane or Undertaker fan. They just did nothing for me. So, in this case, I'm probably going to take M. Morrissey. So, W. Morrissey, whatever his name is. So, so now we've got... This is going to be the last one. Um, And I feel like it's fitting. Um, Based on what we just had. So, uh, all-time Kane. Or... Enzo. All-time Kane. Because we can't have Kane be the final one. So that right. was my plan. Okay. Right? So, I mean, that so, was boom. good, but that was S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Boom. Realest guy in the room. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was the next part. I, I forgot for the longest time, and I've been meaning to look it up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Is he still so, in Indies? Um, he, yeah, he is. He apparently... Um, recently uh uh tweeted out a picture of him and he's been fucking getting ripped oh man fire eater has been playing along with us you have not been paying attention um my chat stopped at john morrison and that's been the only one that shown up for me oh snap okay never mind that's old i've just haven't been paying attention i'm sorry Thank you, though, Fire Eater, for being such a trooper. Mm-hmm. So he he seemed to start to play along and then stopped. But <laughs> um... <laughs> okay, so first here, let me find the picture here because I got to share this. We talking about Enzo. Dun dun dun. dun. And then this uh, uh, peek behind the curtain. Normally we've used StreamYard, but we uh, uh, Stream Labs Melon had a special for Valentine's Day where you were able to. Don't tell them our uh, secrets. Able to sign up for it for a really 
good deal. And so we did this through Streamlabs Melon. And I, I'm not sure whether I like it. <laughs> I don't hate it, but there are some things about it that don't work the same way as our old one. So, right. So this is a picture uh, from Real One Enzo Amore uh, Instagram Reel. Um, why did you not press, I press show? Show on screen. There we go. Um. And he's the gym. Yeah, but he's fucking like though he's got Goldberg traps right now. Yeah. He's fucking yoked. Mm-mm. Right. Um and and so he's obviously trying to come back a bit. But uh when I when trying to look this up to show it to you, I have to show you the picture that came up first. Because it made me giggle. It's taking its sweet time, I guess. Apparently it is. Uh. <laughs> it's it's Joey Janella. <laughs> and, and and the caption on it, trying to get the Enzo post-workout pump flex selfie down, but I can only flex my left fucking trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love Joey Janela. He's the best. I hope they keep him around. I really do. Yeah, and do some more uh, stuff with him at least. Um, yeah. He's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, okay, that's enough of that. Hi, I don't need that anymore. <laughs> Go back to this. Okay. Um, stop the sharing. Anyways, but on that note, we will go ahead and wrap things up, close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. If you joined us for the live stream, uh, Fire Eater, Mr. Tiny Dog, Mr. Tiny Corn Dog. Um, you were going to say Tiny Dog. <laughs> I was going to say Tiny Dog, but I, I realized there was a Corn Dog part in there, so Corn Dog. Um, r- random guy with a, a foreign name that that commented some website Boring that I hi, hi, highly <laughs> recommend you don't go to. Um, if you joined us for live stream and uh, followed along on the chat, that's great. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Um, if you're listening to us on audio version or watching us on one of the replays, the replays are going to continue to stay up on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Twitch has them up for 15 days and then they disappear. So watch it during that time. But the audio yeah. version is going to be up as well. Yeah, um, exactly. So we appreciate that. We would love to have you join us while we're live. Uh, it's a ton of fun when we have a lot of comments in the in the chats here to talk about and everything. So um, we understand, though, it's late. It's late for a lot of you. It's fucking late for JLB. And he's uh, we give him crap <laughs> sometimes for not showing up. But uh, but fucking he sometimes yeah, some days trooper. I want my beauty sleep because man <laughs> it ain't working. So I got to keep yeah. sleeping. Well, I, I would say maybe try something else then. <laughs> uh, the be- beauty sleep ain't working. You're right. Um, but anyways, 
but I understand it's late for some people uh, and everything, but it, it's a ton of fun if you can join us on this. Um, I would also recommend, even if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, that you head on over to our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. Um, and the reason I say that is we, we will be doing live streams that are Twitch only. Um, mm. Certain certain things just work better straight through Twitch. Um, and that's specifically like live reaction videos. Um, and so you might notice up in the corner over. Yeah, I can't point to it very well because it's it's over there. It's it's on JLB's screen, um, but it's oh, up snap. there in the corner. Now I see it. There's a thing. It says AEW Revolution live reaction, and and it's a little thing. There's a donate button. Should be somewhere on your screen if you're on Twitch. Um, that allows you to to give us a bit of money, and um, I pledge if we can get up to fifty dollars there that I will do a live reaction video live stream of AEW Revolution. Uh, and that's in just a few weeks, so we don't have a ton of time to get up to that. But um, if we get up to that, I will I will set up my camera and, and everything. And during, I will live stream my reaction from beginning to end of AEW Revolution. And who knows, maybe I'll have a coworker from my job here to watch it with me. I don't know. Um, and if if we're really lucky, we'll have JLB or DA Fabe join us for the live stream as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Every so but, often, I dabble into some reaction mm -hmm. videos. But so, but we would we would love for for you to join us. We would love to have uh, that happen. And the only way those are going to happen is is those are going to be Twitch only streams, yeah. um, at least for the time being. So so even if you follow us on Facebook or you follow us on on twitter or youtube make sure to head on over to twitch tv and follow us there it's free to create an account on twitch if you don't have one just like you have a youtube account or a facebook account they're free just create one on twitch and follow us there because then you will be notified when we do our live streams that are twitch only um yeah. there there's a lot of things a lot of reasons to do twitch and uh the more people we can get over there the more reasons there are there. So we would love for you to follow us on Twitch. But if you can't, right, we understand. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on, on all YouTube. those things. Yep. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. It's right down there at Raw and Order. That's pretty much any place that's that's Facebook, um, except it's not. It's Twitter. It's Twitch. <laughs> it's, it's Instagram. It's TikTok. Um, at Raw and Order WBU. The only reason it's not on Facebook is Facebook is weird and wouldn't let me choose it. <clears throat> so instead, it's at Pissant Podcast, just like is on the hat here. Um, just like is at the title of this stream. I've started calling these Pissant Podcast Presents. So uh, follow us on Facebook there. You can follow JLB at JLB420 is the personal on the Twitter. Uh, by all by all means, I talk a little bit about everything, wrestling, music, movies, all of that. And of course, you have my all entertainment podcast, Real Talk Radio, where we dab into a little bit of everything to try and entertain you guys. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot more live shows because I am also using Melon as well, since we are promoting the, the, the streaming platform. 
um and uh i'm excited to start doing a lot more lives and um yeah just saw the new movie marry me with j-lo and uh so that will be coming up soon i know i know uh i i also did shed a tear so kind of interesting why did i shed a tear what's going on it was valentine's day maybe that had something to do with it the day before so who knows but if you want my reaction on that i'm putting up a review tomorrow uh you probably don't though but i have other movie reviews there as well so by all means please go check that out that's at anchor.fm rtr on all the platforms uh and uh, the Spotify's, or not the Spotify's, but the, the, the uh, Spotify is there too. But I prefer you go to Apple or any of the other podcasting uh, platforms there. And uh, you can always chat uh, and uh, message at me, mention me at Real Talk Radio 8 or at Real Talk Radio Online on all other platforms. Back to you, good sir. Mm-hmm. But on that note, um, like I said, if you're listening on the uh, audio version of the podcast, wherever you listen to it, make sure to check to see if there's a way you can rate it. Give it five stars, like on Apple or Spotify or whatever. Five stars, just like the number of stars you will give your vacation at beautiful Turks and Caicos. Hashtag mm. still not sponsored. God Please. I need a vacation. I really do. Um, you can support us in other ways. I mentioned the the donations; those are great. You can support us by following us on Patreon, or the best ways we have our merch store. Link is in the doobly doo. It's shop. It's excuse me, raw and order wbu at dot dot com. Jesus, they changed ads? it. And there's, it's, no ads? No, there's no there's no ad in it. There's no ad in it. They changed it up on me and everything, and I still have a hard time. Link is in the doobly doos for it, right? Jesus. You can get. Your Sasha Bear shirt, your Pissant podcast, your link is in the doobly-doo shirt. You can get your uh, uh, autograph shirt, um, which is fucking dope. Dope. Um, I love that shirt. So If I was can... going to the March 6th show, I'd maybe get it. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll just go. I should probably still get it. Maybe if I'll go in the morning or something with a few people to get autographs. Yeah. Well, you should look because even though it's a house show, they might have like a meet and greet time. Like so, like WWE loves to do like cricket wireless meet and greets, you oh. know, or things like that. Where I don't know if you have cricket in uh, Canada, but they something it like sound that. familiar. So, yeah, I think we use that <coughs> Ryan Reynolds one here. Mint Mobile. Yeah, that's it. Maybe they have that. Anyways, but so so look at that. But that that the nice thing with that, it's hard to tell here. I'll. I'll Maybe I'll wear it for one of the episodes yeah. someday. One Again. job. Yeah. I like to have it in the background so I can point at it. But it's got spots for every, for like up to 16 wrestlers, plus a lot of blank space if you fill up more than that, to sign it on the shirt while you're at a live event um, at a meet and greet. And they loved it. They they loved the way it signs. They loved the way uh, it looks. And I that, that was from a Zello Pro show. And I fucking filled it up. And there were still some people that I couldn't get just because I uh, like ran out of room and shit like that. Um, but I love that thing. It's unique to me. There's not a single other person who has one just like it. And um, unless so more people buy it at rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. Yeah. Link is in the doobly doo, just like his shirt says. His the shirt, link. right Whoop. over there. 
Link is yeah, in. You can't really see the black that well with. Uh... <laughs> let me let me lower it. Link is in the doobly doos, ladies and gentlemen. This is a nice shirt. It's beautiful and blue. Uh, <laughs> definitely recommend it. But so on that note, but we're gonna go ahead and close the book. Beautiful and blue. Okay, we can close the books now. We're gonna go ahead and close the book on <laughs> the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you soon. Ciao.